Hi, this is Amber. Welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. For those of you that are new to the channel, I'm a Reiki master teacher and a shamanic practitioner. My work is focused on core wound healing and life purpose work, as well as sacred union sessions, one-to-one coaching and healing and mentoring. The website again is sacredspacehealing.org. Thank you to everyone that listens in and all your lovely messages of support. If you have appreciated the podcast, please donate to appreciate. So you can show your appreciation by leaving a review on the iTunes page. You can share on social media or you can donate via the website sacredspacehealing.org. And there's a donate button. You can donate as much or as little as you feel called to. All the donations go straight back into creating more free content. I don't have a marketing agency. I'm not affiliated to anyone and I'm not trying to sell or promote any agenda. So it's just an individual with a microphone and their laptop trying to just uh, put some good out in the world, really. So um, very, 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 very gratefully receive all donations and all messages of support. It really does mean the world to me, so thank you. Okay, today's uh, podcast, I'd like to shine a light on forgiveness. And um, and this idea that we have to forgive in order to be better people. Uh, I don't think that we need to forgive in order to be more spiritual, or that it necessarily needs to be part of our journey. I know that people say forgiveness is for you, it's not for the other person. But I think, like a lot of things recently... It's become really manipulated by gaslighters and narcissists and quite toxic people who do harm and then turn around and say, well, forgive me, um, without really taking responsibility for the harm that they've done. Forgiveness is not something that magically frees us. I can tell you that now. Just because you forgive someone for hurting or harming you in some way, it doesn't make the pain or the trauma go away. It kind of lessens it and it means that you're not in a state of anger or revenge resentment which isn't good for you but it doesn't mean that it all magically goes away it doesn't and I think this idea that everything can be forgiven is also very toxic some things are unforgivable why do we have the word unforgivable some actions are unforgivable and it's right that they're unforgivable why do we have a penal system why do we have a system of reparation and compensation we have it because sometimes such terrible things happen and such terrible things are inflicted on people that that forgiveness is not enough in order to make up for the damage, to make up for the trauma. And I think to nullify people's experiences and to say, well, just forgive it, you know, it'll make me feel better, it'll make you feel better, is to nullify the damage and the trauma that has been inflicted on that individual. And it's to absolve the individual that has inflicted that pain and suffering on another. I think we're all, you know, intelligent human beings. We all have the capability to use our brains in incredible ways. And we know, we know when we've caused harm to someone. You know, sometimes maybe we, we're mistaken or we acted in anger or we just didn't know because it was never fed back to us. But most people know when they've done wrong. And one of the things I've come to realize is that when you call someone out and say, you know, when you said that thing, you did that thing, You really hurt me. Sometimes people who've done the work will, you know, they will instantly recognize what they've done and they will apologize. And people who often haven't done the work or are in process will reject it, will put it on you, or they will make lots of excuses and then eventually they'll come back to you and go, yeah, you were right, I did do this thing. So people know when they're harming you. They can see it. They can see it in your face. They can see it if you burst into tears. They know that they're doing something that isn't isn't right, isn't good, isn't 
um, isn't loving, isn't kind. But that doesn't stop them doing it. They do it for whatever reason, whether it gives them joy or satisfaction or um, they just can't help themselves or it's a compulsion. So to behave badly and then turn around and say, oh, you just need to forgive me, is gaslighting and it's narcissistic and it's toxic. And it compounds the trauma for the individual who's experienced that negative uh, moment in their life. And so I'd like to shine a light on the fact that I feel we don't need to forgive in order to be free. You know, if your lack of forgiveness keeps you motivated to keep your boundaries up or keeps you motivated to um, pick better people in your life for the future or keeps you motivated to keep those toxic people out of your life, then so be it. You know, there's no, you are under no obligation to forgive the person or the people or the individuals that have hurt or harmed you in some way, unless it feels right to, unless it comes out of an organic place in you where you think, you know what, I'm done and I understand why they did it or I don't understand why they did it, but I forgive them. But if you're not there, you're not failing. If you're not there, you haven't done anything wrong. If you're not there, you don't need to do another workshop on forgiveness. If you're not there, you don't need to go and do an ayahuasca ceremony and be sick in a bucket somewhere because, you know, you want to purge this stuff out of your system. If you're not there, you're not there, and that's okay. And, you know, maybe use that fuel for other things, creatively, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Like, use it as your fuel, transform it. You know, literally see it as fuel. See that lack of forgiveness that, you know, you may feel is in you, or that anger or that resentment as a big pile of dung. And what you're going to do is put it into the engine of your life and use it for something else that you want to manifest in your life. You don't have to get rid of the dung. You know, you don't have to bury it in the back garden and say, oh, I've released, I've released this from my life, I've forgiven. You can use it for something else. Um, workshops and courses and books and, you know, there's a whole business here, there's a whole business here that's set up to make us feel that we're failing if we're not forgiving. And I just want to shine a light on the fact that maybe you're not failing if you're not able to forgive right now. It doesn't make you a bad person. It's just you where you're at right now. And that there are some things in life that are unforgivable. And it's right that they are unforgivable. And that, yes, some people can forgive the unforgivable. Some people can go through horrific atrocities and turn around and say, I forgive my, um, you know, my persecutors. I forgive those who harmed me. And some people can't. That's down to the individual. And if you're the one who can, wonderful. And if you're the one who feels that you can't, you're not failing in any way at all. Um, it's not anything that I ever impose on clients in my healing sessions. There is forgiveness work that we do in the core wound work, um, sometimes in the life purpose work as well. I do have a very powerful meditation that I guide people through, but it's a process, you know, and I, even in that meditation, I'm aware that it will take quite a few goes to chip away at stuff, and if it never chips away, that's okay too. And as a teacher, as a healer, um, as a writer, as an author, as a poet, as a creative, I've used the things that have happened to me as fuel. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with me if I have not been able to forgive every single person in my life, and I haven't. But I think it's been important for me to let go of experiences and in my desire to let go of those experiences to forgive myself. And so I think the most important person to forgive is yourself, the person you know that you were at that time, maybe the mistakes that you think that you made, the trust that you put in others, that's who you forgive. The other individual is utterly irrelevant. And you know why they're utterly irrelevant? Because they treated you like you were utterly irrelevant at that time, at that moment in your life. 
So to reclaim your power, to reclaim your sovereignty, to reclaim your healing, forgive you. Forgive you for putting your faith in another. Forgive you for allowing that action, those acts to be inflicted upon you. Forgive you, forgive yourself for taking in those words and internalizing them. Forgive yourself for beating yourself up um, or for not, you know, taking care of yourself enough or putting enough boundaries in place. Forgive yourself. And once you've done that, everything else falls into place. And if that means that at some point you forgive the person who's harmed you, then great. And if it means that you can't or it doesn't, then that's okay too. You're not failing at life. It's often much easier to forgive individuals who ask for forgiveness and then show you that their their behavior has changed. But it is very rare for people's behaviors to change when they're toxic. They have to go through a really big process of self-examination and healing and um, self-education, really. And many people don't want to do that, really. They don't want to look at their stuff. So unless the person in front of you is transforming or has transformed radically, you're under no obligation to forgive them because they're probably still behaving in exactly the same way. And if you keep forgiving them, they'll keep thinking you're a soft touch and they'll think, oh, well, I can do whatever I want to this person and they'll always forgive me. And then they'll expect it. I've known some really toxic people in my life who have done horrific things and then turned around and gone, well, you're spiritual, forgive me. Come on, Amber, you've got to let go of the stuff. You should learn to forgive. And I have done that, you know, very early on in my spiritual journey and when I was much younger. And then they turn around and do exactly the same stuff to me again and go, come on, Amber, forgive me. And at some point I said, enough, because they weren't changing their behavior. They were saying, this is who I am. Oh, I'm just that. I'm just like this. But you should forgive me. No, I don't need to do anything. I need to do what's right for me. And if I, you know, can do the work and look at my stuff and not treat people badly, so can you. So you are under no obligation to forgive your torturers, the people that have harmed you. Uh, it doesn't make you a bad person. And if you want to cut them out of your life, that's absolutely fine. And uh, if... Uh, if you want to tell them that they've hurt you, that's absolutely fine. You know, as long as you're not doing harm in the world and, and what you're doing is protecting yourself, then it's all good. It's all spiritual, in inverted commas, and it's all loving for self, self-loving. You know, and I think if people loved themselves more, they wouldn't behave in these horrific, toxic ways towards other people. When you love yourself and honor yourself and respect yourself, you don't go around stealing and hurting and harming. You don't impose your will on others because you have such respect for yourself that you would never demean yourself to behave in that way. When you don't love yourself, when you hate yourself at some core level, then you act it out on other people because you're not doing the work to actually look at yourself. So we cause harm in the world when we are in pain. That is true, but that doesn't mean that the individuals who do that are worthy of forgiveness <laughs> because they have free will. And... Um, you know, that's one of the things about toxic spirituality and these sort of to toxic phrases is that it abdicates people of free will. And the free will of the perpetrator is that they at any time can seek redemption. But they don't often don't do the work to seek redemption. They just ask to be absolved. Um, some aspects of organized religion have given us this idea that we can do what we want and we will be absolved. It doesn't really work that way. You have to ask for absolution. You have to ask for forgiveness with every fiber of your being. And then 
and then possibly it may be granted to you. And these days, people don't ask for forgiveness from every fibre of their being. They just expect it. And when it's not delivered, they get even more angry. Um, We are in a crazy world often. (laughs) So if any of this resonates with you, please take what resonates, recycle what doesn't, um, just shining a light to try and assist uh, any that are on their journey right now. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Do check it out. If the work calls to you, drop me an email. We can set up. Uh, an appointment when the diary allows Uh, and if you have appreciated these podcasts then please donate to appreciate so until the next time i send you much love joy abundance and prosperity until the next time